Welcome to our living room here at the church. We're glad you've invited us into your living room, and so we're excited to be with you tonight. It's good to have Pastor Tim with me. Great and, to be with uh, you. Yeah, yeah. praise God. Yeah. How's your week been? So far, so good. I was just thinking, <laughs> what day is it? You know, yeah. sometimes like in the COVID environment, I kind of get lost on my days, but right. other than that, it's been a good day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of great things going on still, a lot of great uh, uh, improvements and updates going on here at the church and at the gym. So we're working on things and getting ready to, uh, for when everybody's able to come back, we're able to gather again together. Uh, we just really miss each and every one of you. We miss, it always seems so weird. Uh, it's one thing to record something and do something. It's another thing to have this become our lifestyle. I don't like this at all. Right. And uh, so I pray you're not getting comfortable and uh, in uh, just as this some kind of an alternative, but this is just a, uh, a necessity for right now, but we really need that bond of fellowship together Amen. and it strengthens one another. So we pray you're all doing well. And uh, again, we just want to say thank you for all of your love and your support uh, during this time. It's made a huge difference. Thank you for uh, uh, helping us be a blessing. We have really been uh, focusing on trying to help our missionaries during this time, so many people have, missionaries are like self-employed people. They depend upon, uh, you know, resources coming in. And so uh, we've been upping our support for them and making sure uh, in critical areas and then faithfully supporting everybody. So again, we just want to say thank you for your support, for giving online. People are mailing in their offering, their tithes and their offering. And so thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your faithfulness. And... Uh, we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do. Yes. And uh, if, if anything else, this will cause you to have less confidence in government than anything else. <laughs> where we want to, I think the government should do this. I think government do that. So when we watch them doing this, we think, I don't think they should be doing much of anything. Yeah. My so. trust comes from the Lord, <laughs> maker of heaven and earth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, tonight, we just want to pray. We're going to uh, pick back up. Last week, Sean and I uh, went over this with you a little bit on renewing the mind. And this is such an important area. And even right now, how we talk and how we approach life and how we think. Uh, is so important. So we're going to pray together, get into this, and uh, there's a number up there on the screen, that number, that 530, if I can read it real quick, 303, I believe it is, 8171, that number there is just a, it's a Google number that we have, so if you have a question or something that you'd like to send in, then they can put that up. Uh, it's all anonymous, so if we're talking about something here tonight and you'd like to send in a question, and be involved, and uh, we'll do our best to try to answer that. Uh, as we said last week, if we keep questions around, uh, we'll be talking about renewing our minds. So if there's an area on this, uh, just kind of a issue today, we're talking with the gentleman. We're having uh, some metal fabricated to put a covering over the countertop at the gym there. Mm. So the gentleman talking about that, but he's a believer, and... Uh, but his wife is going through a battle with cancer. And then we're just talking about how do we keep our minds focused on the promises of God, even when you're battling, you know, an ongoing situation. Right. And then with that, even in the middle of now we got the virus and all this stuff right. going on. So, yeah. So, we'd, yeah. yeah, we'd love to hear how, what are some of the challenges you're facing when it comes to renewing, re keeping your mind in a renewed place mm -hmm. and in a good place with God. 
and with others too, because it <laughs> comes out uh, with our, especially in close quarters where, where we've been kind of uh, confined sometimes, you know, right. it, it comes out. So we need to keep yeah. it watchful. We're having to renew our minds to a lot of things right yeah, now. So adjust, adjust <laughs> our thinking in that area. So, and if we think about that, just making the proper adjustment. Well, let's pray together and dive into this. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time this evening. Lord, we're so thankful for our church family. We thank you for the resources and the abilities you've given us to stay connected uh, through this medium. Lord, we thank you for our team. We thank you for our workers, Father. We just thank you for our church family, Father. We're praying your blessing over each and every one, Father. We thank you that you are a good Father. Yes, you are. And that you watch over your word to perform it concerning your children. So, Father, I thank you as your word says, we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Yes. That your covering is upon us. And, Lord, again, I just continue to pray your peace over your people, Father. I mm. thank you, Lord, that they're finding their rest. And they are at peace in you, trusting you in the situation. Yes. And just standing in the assurance that this, too, shall pass. And so, Father, we thank you that you give us the wisdom, the clarity, and the understanding that we need in all things. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight, we're going to be dealing with renewing the mind, and uh, we've put together a little PowerPoint for you to be able to follow along with this and to have the scriptures up there, and then we have some notes that we will be uh, gleaning from and going through. But the first scripture, and I really want to talk to us together, Pastor, about our minds. And as we said earlier, so many times we think about um, our hearts with God, having our heart right with God. How is your heart? Is your, people ask you, is your heart right with the mm -hmm. Lord? Have you accepted Christ into your heart? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we think about our heart, and many times we don't think about the area of our minds mm -hmm. in relationship mm -hmm. to, uh, in con or con I should say, in connection to our relationship with right. the Lord. Yeah, so true. And, and that takes me to, and I think we'll probably be up on this, this will probably come up on the screen, but when Jesus said, love the Lord your God with mm -hmm. all your heart, soul, mind, and mm -hmm. strength. Right. So it's, it's we're, we're, we're complete, we're, we're, that's a kind of a holistic approach to what we're talking about right. here. We're not just... We do single out the heart at times and just say, you know, kind of look at that or our feelings or our emotions. But what are we what mm -hmm. are we doing with our minds? Right. And there's an area not to go super deep in this, but there's areas of where we understand our soul is uh, our, our, our mind, our will and our emotions. And so there's that composite there. But when the Lord says, just said we're gonna read we are going to read that scripture in, in Mark, but it is where thou shalt love the Lord with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind. So there's a, there's a complete engagement that we mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. in with him. Mm -hmm. And so focusing on this tonight, Romans 12 and verse 2 says this. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we just want to think about that term renewal a little bit tonight, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And the word prove there means to discern. It means to understand and comprehend. Mm. So it's always God's will that we understand and comprehend what he's doing. But the only way we can do that is to allow our minds to be adjusted. The Amplified said, I'm not the Amplified, but the Message Bible says it. And uh, we read it last week. 
but I wanted to put it up again. It said, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit in, and I like what it said right here, without even thinking. Mm. Yeah. So it's so easy in our world today that, and, and so what that means is, is that our minds get shaped and molded by this world, that we're, we fit into the mindset of the world, or we, we flow in agreement with the mindset of the world right. without even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, instead, fix your attention on God. So set your mind, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily, reco readily recognize what, the, what He wants from you, and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, do I like that? I do too. I love that. I love that passage, and I, I, I think the whole idea of this, you know, being transformed by the renewing of our minds, and how that speaks to me of, and then it says we can understand what the Lord's will is. Mm -hmm. We can discern His perfect, pleasing, good, mm -hmm. His good and perfect, pleasing will. Right. And so the benefit, one of the benefits of a renewed mind is greater discernment. Mm -hmm. uh, knowing what to do in the moment. I think of the, the men of Issachar in the, mm -hmm. in the Old Testament that understood the times and knew right. what to do, you know, and, and God singled them out because there was discernment, there was wisdom there. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, having that renewed mind, one of the benefits of it is being able to discern. Mm -hmm. And so that, that separates us out of the confusion of our day, which we know, all know there's plenty of that to go around there's plenty of confusion <laughs> to go around just listen to the fact it's funny there was a clip some lady did and she was giving the update on the virus well don't go out unless you have to go out don't do this unless you have to do this don't do this and so this they yeah. tell you what to do and then they counteract with something else don't go to work unless you have to go to work and so, right. it's, like, and yeah. so it's like what in the world are we supposed to do and so they're definitely it. But that word transform, be transformed, it's an amazing word in the Greek. It comes from the, the root word of it is metamorphose. Hmm. And so it's, it, it's to have a metamorphosis. Hmm. And so a caterpillar goes through a metamorphosis to become a butterfly. And so when we think about that, about transformation, that is a complete change. Hmm. To go from a caterpillar to a butterfly is a metamorphosis. So, and that's the word, be transformed. And uh, when our kids were growing up, I don't know if you, you watch it, but I think it, it was either Ants or a Bug Life, but I forget which one, would, and with Heimlich the Butterfly, he was flying around, he was, I'm a beautiful little butterfly, but he always, he just wanted to be transformed and get his wings and, and take off, but that just always cracked me up. But that's really what happens is that, and that's the degree that we're supposed to look at. Have I experienced a metamorphosis? Yeah, and that change is not passive. It's not just something that mm -hmm. happens to us without our engagement and involvement. Right. It's this whole process of renewing yeah. our minds. Yeah, and, yeah. and we said it last week, but it's, a, it's not a destination, it's a journey. Mm. So as long as we're in this process, renewal is a continual process. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continual process that we're always going through day by day as we're reading the Word. And so it is... It, it is getting my mind to adapt and agree with the Word of God. We're conditioned yeah. to agree with this world. But how do I get my mind to adapt, to agree with the Word? 
we were talking about in the area of physical health. So you go to the doctor, we're taught to agree with the doctor, mm-hmm. but doctors say one thing, then God says something else. And yeah. so how do I, how do I agree? How do I walk responsibly yeah. and deal with that together? So let's look yeah. at the definition of the word, our mind here. It's an interesting word, N-O-U-S in the Greek, which actually is pronounced noose. But it comes from a base word to the area of our intellect, meaning our mind, divine or human, in thought, feeling, or will, by implication, meaning our mind or understanding. So maybe sometimes be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transforming your understanding. Mm -hmm. How, How are you understanding? How are you perceiving and as it says that we might be able to discern, how are you discerning what's going on around you? Yeah. How are you balancing those things out? Good. So here's some scriptures as you were talking about. And let's look at these. This one is uh, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 20. And it says this, but you have not so learned Christ, or verse, this is uh, 4 verses 20 through 24. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him. As the truth is in Jesus. So think about that. The truth is in Jesus. Now what? That you put off concerning your former conduct. Where conduct there refers to our lifestyle. The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you may put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness so there's an area of the putting off and the putting on and so there's that it it, renewal is that active engagement correct right right yeah and it's something that um i've had practices through my through my journey with christ you know where i've been when i've done this actually imagine me Mm -hmm. myself putting off the old sinful mm-hmm. man, the old sinful mm-hmm. nature, and, and like, a, like a dirty garment that I'm just mm-hmm. getting rid of and throwing away, you know, and, and then putting on the righteousness of Christ, putting on the mind of Christ, uh, clothing myself with his mind and his mm-hmm. righteousness. And I think that's sometimes a good thing to, to actually visualize, visualize mm-hmm. that, you know, and pra- practice and how, how that can be so powerful that it, Using, I think using our imaginations and the whole renewing of our mind process is, is if we have an imagination, why not use it um, redemptively? Why not mm-hmm. use it in a way that's going to uh, keep us connected mm-hmm. to, to the Lord and his plans? Yeah, next week we'll go into a little bit on renewing our mind into believing in ourselves. Mm. Uh, what if we could believe in ourselves as much as God believes in us? Yeah. That'd be awesome. But we get conditioned by the world and by circumstances and by our past where we uh, depend upon what's been spoken over us, spoken, you know, and how our lives have been Mm. impacted uh, by circumstances that it's hard for us to have confidence in who we are in Christ. How do I renew my mind to that? But then you've gone through renewal is just it's a continual part of our life. You've been through these last few years. You spent over 20 years on the mission field. So you're in foreign countries and a whole different way of doing ministry. And now these past three and a half years, you've been back here going through this area now, going on four years now, being back and then readjusting. And that's even what you're dealing with. You're dealing and you're ministering and you're uh, counseling people on transition. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, ch transition is uh, really like a metamorphosis. You know, it's a it's change and it's dealing with change and how do we how do we do that in a way that we uh, we are always engaging with God in the process. We're always engaging and not isolating ourselves because mm -hmm. isolation is a real enemy of change right. uh, or positive change. And I think in this environment, that's a really good reminder for us because we we can feel isolated. We can feel alone. And and how can I? The question comes up: How can we make the best of this opportunity to connect? Uh, not only with other people, but definitely with, with the Lord in these times, getting creative around that, maybe in our spiritual disciplines, our habits, the things we do to cultivate a relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Let's look at this next scripture, and uh, it says Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, and it says this. It's, a, it's an interesting challenge that kind of Paul kind of puts out. He says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting on the right hand of God. So here he says it, set your mind on things above, not on, the thi not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And Sunday we started that little mini-series on what is God doing in the earth and preparing people for eternity. So Paul's reminding the church here, have a heavenly mindset and keep your mind set on things above. Mm. And so the world, we, we, we are really in Christ. We're living above this world. We're not controlled or contained by this world. We actually are in Christ. And the Bible says we're seated with him in heavenly places. But, but it, the, there's, I put these scriptures because there's so many references. These are just a handful. There are so many references to us engaging our mind. And as I said, as we kind of open, we always think about as long as I keep my heart right mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. But I can have a... <laughs> this is the, Brother Hagen had the best statement. Because he would say, bless your darling heart. When people would make stupid comments and do stuff, he'd say, bless, your dar bless their darling heart and their stupid head. <laughs> and so what happens is, is that our heart can be right, but if our mind, we have to get our heart and our mind into agreement. I, these two have to work together as one. Right. And, and so, right. in fact, Brother Hagin would say, see, I can have doubts in my mind, and faith in my heart. If I live out of my heart, faith always flows out of my heart. Mm. But I have to keep my mind from canceling what's in my heart. Right. So a lot of times we That's believe good. in our heart, but I got to get what I believe in my heart to where it changes the way I think. Yeah, that this passage that you just read speaks so much to me about identity, who I am in mm -hmm. Christ. And like you said, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. But we live in a, in a fallen world where we see what's in front of us and it's hard for us to, to grasp that at times. So this whole process of renewing our mind is a, is a, is a reminder of that. Absolutely. This, this is, this, my identity is somewhere else. It's in him, right? Thank God. Yeah. Thank right. God. This is not my home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amen. All right. Let's look at this one. It says, then one of the scribes came having, and, and having heard him reasoning together and asked him, which is the first and greatest commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all commandments 
is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And so many times I've heard people, yeah, but it doesn't matter what they're, they're thinking, but God knows my heart, but he also knows our minds. And so Jesus said, it's not, just to, it's not just enough to love God. God isn't asking for just one part of us, just this yeah. little nice feeling in our heart about him. He wants our whole soul, everything about our being. Mm-hmm. We're to love God with everything about that. So Good. what my mind is focused on really shapes and affects my love for God but it really this is a real key area that people say well I'm praying how come things how come I'm not seeing breakthrough how come Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing answers Mm -hmm. and so renewing our mind is key many times to being able to receive the benefits and the blessings of God in our life because we can have thoughts that produce words because when it gets in our mind the other way to think that Jesus says in Matthew 6 he says don't worry and take no thought by saying because usually what I'm thinking about is what I'm going to speak out. Right. And so but getting the word sown in our heart. But my thought life is so important as we referenced it last week. Our warfare with the enemy and our weapons for our warfare in 2 Corinthians 10 is around our thought life. Mm-hmm. Not around our heart life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but around our thought life. And that's where the enemy got victory over Adam and Eve in the garden, is he got them to consider with their mind and not with their spirit. And their right, heart. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and they forfeited peace with God. They forfeited that because of that. And, yeah, I, I think there's so many benefits to, to um, this whole area of renewing the mind. The peace is another area of great benefit that we have, peace mm-hmm. and uh, contentment contentment is so important too, um, to to have and to know that we we have that through this process of, of engaging with God on a daily basis feeding our minds with the scripture and with God's word um, with uh, good conversation with what we're meditating on what we're reflecting on all of these things are so important to having contentment and and contentment is a sign of a, a renewed mind mm-hmm. and um, I think we, we, we're dealing with a lot of discontent right now. Yeah, and it's multiplying day by day <laughs> as a situation. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. not doing much to ease right. that. that I, I didn't get to see it, but I guess Governor Newsom is saying, what was the one thing he said? It said, if you're doing well, you can go out and volunteer and work, but you can't go to work and get paid. So it's like, what, is, what in the world? Yeah. And so, yeah. and I'm, we're not setting any dates, we're going to do anything. And so you keep hearing that, and that causes a lot of discontent. Right, but this is a test. Can I remain content? Can I stay content when I'm dealing with all these unknowns and all these questions and all this outside of me confusion, you know, what I'm looking at, what I'm I'm seeing on the TV, what I'm seeing on the media, social media. And, of course, we need to limit our diet of that, too, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, can I? This is, this is a good, good test for God's people. Right. Can we stay yeah. content? Well, here's another good scripture for us to look at because we don't think about the enemy. So look at this with me, church. It says, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Now look at this. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Mm. 
So that means that the devil and his fallen angels and minions and principalities and power, they're working in the area of our mind, that battlefield arena of our mind. We do, who do not believe, now watch, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the devil works in this arena of our mind, church, to keep us from having the right thoughts or being open to the right thoughts. He always wants to redirect our thought process. He wants you thinking this way. He doesn't want you being in agreement with the Lord. Uh, Amos 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? Mm-hmm. Well, where are we agreeing? I'm agreeing and coming to agreement in my mind and in my heart with what God has said. Great. And so, see, and, and maybe the, a better way to say it, I can love God in my heart, but I also have to agree with his word in my mind. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. people love God in their heart. It's easy for us to love God in our heart, but then we have this whole battle of doubt and fear and unbelief going on in our minds. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the renewal part brings that, those two into agreement so and, and, bond, yeah. and, and a bond together. Good. Um, Paul also said this in, uh, yeah, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, but he says, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve, now listen, by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So Paul writing to the church at Corinth is saying, hey, I'm afraid and I'm concerned because I don't want the enemy to gain this foothold. And even if we went back to Ephesians 4, where Paul talks about putting off the old man, doing all, and he says, give no place to the devil. Yeah. And the place he likes, the place he gets his stronghold and his foothold is in our minds. Mm-hmm. And so this is such a powerful scripture that by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And I think about that a lot of times is that sometimes we we just over process in our minds the word. We just try to figure it all out. And God never asks us to understand his word. He asks us to believe his word. We, through believing, understanding come. But we always want to understand it first before we trust. Yeah. Why, yeah. How come that's so hard? I, I, yeah, we do. We, we, we so much want to overthink and overprocess. And, and then we've got all of the, if, depending on what we're listening to, all of that that is complicating uh, the messages we're receiving. And so there's that, you know, and that's the enemy's strategy to, mm-hmm. to cause confusion. And to bring in that, and to to lead us to lead us astray in that direction, just like he led Eve, and by his deception in that whole area of her mind. So, yeah. So staying the simple. I love just that phrase, the simplicity of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are what are the non-essentials that we need to just, you know, get yeah, out of the way? Yeah. We just and, do that. We yeah. we complicate this way more than it needs to be. We through we get analytical. We get you know, we want to be, you know, we want to operate in reality. We want to, we have all these terms for justification of pro- over-processing, yeah. just believing God. Yeah. Jesus just said like this, he said, if you can believe, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So believing has nothing to do with understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
There's a lot of things we believe and we couldn't. There's a lot of things we take and we operate in faith and agreement on that we don't have any understanding at all. Yeah, yeah. But just being aware that this is this is the enemy's strategy. It's it's never changed from day one. No, it works good. Yeah, and so Larry Stockshill said once. He said the devil's a brilliant being, and he and he he is. He's a brilliant being. He's created by God. He's the anointed cherub that covers and all that. But his strategy, he hasn't had to change his strategy at all in the history of dealing with humanity because man, we keep falling for the same old tricks and stuff. And and he's always able to trip us up in this realm of our mind. Uh, Paul said in Philippians verse 4, 7, he says, talking about when we think on these things, don't be anxious, don't worry, think on these things. And the result of thinking rightly, having our mindset on the right thing, listen to what he says. And the peace of God, look at the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we don't understand it, when you can't figure it out, God gives us peace that goes beyond our ability to understand everything. So the peace of God that passes all understanding, look what it says, will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. So the peace of God sets a guard over my mind. And when I'm just thinking too much with my mind and processing too much instead of just renewing my, wait a minute, the word of the Lord says this. I'm just going to stand on the word. I'm not going to wrestle with it. I'm going to figure out. I'm just going to rest in the promise of God mm-hmm. and keep my mind fixed on the word. Yeah. And then his peace becomes my guard. Uh, Jeremiah 23 and verse 26 and verse 3 says this. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. I think the original King James says, whose mind is fixed on you. Fixed, yeah. So we just fix my mind, fix mm-hmm. my thoughts, just just lock in, fix your sights, fix everything. Just fix yourself on God, hold on to Him, and His peace comes and rules in our life. So here's my little guy, here's the question. This is my question. What are you thinking about lately? How's all this processing through you? How's your peace? And how are these things going? And so when it comes to renewal, renewal, if we could say it, renewal really comes as a correction in our life. It's an adjustment. It's a correction. uh, It's a complete change. Mm -hmm. So the way it is, we said in transformation, renewal of transformation is a complete change. So here's our our statement here. And so I want you to look at this with me uh, tonight in this. And we'll walk through a couple ideas. Renewing our mind starts with a willingness to be instructed, and if need be, corrected. We don't like that thought. Renewal means being able to receive correction and instruction in the way we think. So that's important to us. In order for us to experience renewal, we have to be able to receive instruction and if need be, correction in the way we think. Because if we keep thinking that way, it'll become a hindrance. So like I've been saying, that having thinking that I just have to love God in my heart, but my mind is a different mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. But somehow my, my thought process, my mind, as long as I love God in my heart, I didn't know I need to, I need to bring correction to my mind. Right. Here instruct and bring correction into the arena of my mind as well yeah. in order to have that agreement. Yeah, and that, that, that took me to, uh, and I, I don't know the reference of it, it's, I know it's in Hebrews, but mm-hmm. where the author of Hebrews says, today, if you hear his voice, mm-hmm. do not harden, harden your, your hearts. Heart, yeah. Speaking of how the Israelites hardened their hearts right. in the wilderness. And, and I think of just that word today, you know, this whole renewal process, if we have a 24-hour period in a day, and if God's going to speak to us and renew our minds, it's going to be within the, within the confines of time. We live in 
And so this whole idea of just being, making ourselves and in, in throughout the day, pausing and to let, um, let ourselves, let ourselves just be in his presence and right. let him do that renewal process in our minds. Um, it's kind of like a, um, a re, re, restart, you know, mm-hmm. just throughout our days, you know, and um, I think I think some of the older, um, uh, you know, the just sweet, just sweets, and other other orders, you know, the way back when did this really well. They had practices throughout the day where they actually would pause and and there's different prayers they prayed and stuff. But I, I think there's a lot to be to learn from having some kind of rhythm in our day. Mm-hmm. Today, if you hear his voice. So to have some Selah moments where we pause and calmly moments, think about it. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. 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 Just stop and think about it. And that, yeah. So. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, it's hard to walk in renewal if we isolate ourselves, operate mm-hmm. independently, and even to some degree have a rebellious attitude. To be able to experience transformation, we must choose to receive instruction and correction when needed. And that's really hard for us, and especially there's a lot that we've moved away. We have a really, uh, how can I say it, an adverse understanding of the benefit of correction. Hmm. We're, you know, how, you know, God gives us some pretty interesting instruction on how to train up our child and how to correct our child and doing different things but our society that's again with our culture nobody wants to be corrected everything's okay don't correct any thought whatever i think and we're seeing that just manifest in such a broad Mm -hmm. spectrum across our cultural fabric that you can't bring anything back into alignment with truth and that's the part that we really have to guard our hearts. We can, especially as Christians, we tell ourselves we're not being infected by the world or affected by the world, but we actually are. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a battle to not, that's why Paul said, don't be conformed yeah. to the mindset of this world. Don't, don't fit in, as the message Bible said, without even thinking about right. it. We just fit right. in and just it just becomes a natural yeah. fit in that area. Um, so instruction is so important and being able to hear that. Uh, another word to say it is to be teachable. Hmm. Is, it po- let me ask, is it possible for you to take somebody through transition from being on the mission field to coming back through what you're doing in your transitions ministry? Is it possible to take somebody through transition that's not teachable? That's a great, great question. And I think the chances of a, a really great <laughs> transition are are much higher when someone is teachable, or at least they're they're learning to be teachable, um, because um, we're we're if we're if we're digging our heels in um, when when it comes to change, mm-hmm. and when it comes to all the challenges around change, we're just kind of digging in our heels and saying, no, this is this is my way or the highway kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get anywhere in transition mm-hmm. and all we can see is what's in front of us and it's this huge mm-hmm. you know whatever obstacle or challenge that we see mm-hmm. and we can't see um, in transition you got to build a bridge to get across right and so part of building that bridge is uh, learning 
learning some new things, new yeah. skills, new tactics, new ways of thinking, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, that's a great question. Yes, I think transition. It's possible, it's just a lot it's longer. It's possible, process. but it's a lot longer. <laughs> and on the other side of that transition, if you haven't been teachable, you probably won't go away with a, a whole lot of right. growth. Yeah. yeah, well, it, it makes the process longer. It makes yeah. us more expensive, more costly. I endure things that I wouldn't have had to endure if I'd right. have been teachable. Right. So there's so many things that begin yeah. that become a byproduct of not being open to correction or instruction or adjustment yeah. or renewal in that. Mm -hmm. uh, even mm -hmm. when you do marriage counseling and stuff, one of the things, and I'll talk to people in marriage counseling is when you start out, the reason we're here is because your concept of relationship isn't working for you. Right. If you guys, if a couple comes in and needs counseling together and the relationship is frayed and strayed, then whatever their concept is, or put another, whatever their mindset is about their marriage, about the relationship, that isn't working. So unless you're going to change your mind on how you're going to do your relationship together, that's going to be, and so the transition, how teachable you are, is going to mean how long it's going to take, how costly it's going to be, and what. Right, right. Yes, and this is a this is a question that um, I ask myself today after reading a. I get an email from um, the pastor of Timberline Church in Fort Collins, Colorado, mm -hmm. Derry Northrup, and he writes these weekly weekly emails um, like we've been doing. Right, and he he. Um, the question, I, I can't remember exactly, but basically said on the other side of this transition or on the other side of this change, what's going to remain or what's, what part of this change are you going to keep? Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe we have, maybe you've actually cultivated some new habits. Um, you're relating more to those around you. You're, you're, maybe you're building some relationships. You're, you feel closer to your, your family. You feel like uh, maybe you've developed some uh, spiritual disciplines, um, been, been more engaged in your Bible reading or th something like that. What are you gonna take with you after this? Right. All of this has passed. Uh, you're gonna, are we gonna go back to uh, what, where we were or are we gonna go away with something um, even better, at least for our own personal growth and development, right. yeah. Well, that's what we're after. We're after the better part that yeah, God has for amen. us, not the same old, same Better, old. better things. You know, I, I, don't want, I don't want my old life with just a, a heart thought about God. I, I want the life that he's promised yeah, us to live yeah. and to have in, in that respect. So praise the Lord. Um, I don't know. Eli, do we get any questions? Did anybody send a question in yet? You guys, feel free to send in a question. If you have anything here, we'd love to answer any questions. We're going to give you a few more uh, ideas here and throw a few more thoughts at you, and then we're going to pray together tonight and, and uh, finish this up. Um, let me just uh, give it to you here. Um, you see, Proverbs teaches, Proverbs 6.23 teaches us that instruction and correction are the way of life. It is. And I always think about it like this. The, the steering our car is to continue. We're correcting our direction. So the enemy wants us to look at instruction and correction as a negative thing. But if I just get in the car and just start on one direction and I never make a correction to my steering, I'm not going to get to the destination that I started out to go to because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run into obstacles, I'm going to wreck, I'm going to crash, 
whatever. So renewing our mind is just keeping our life steering and making correction, receiving instruction, following the roadmap. A map is instruction. If you're reading a map, the map is giving you the instruction on how to get to the destination. So I have to receive the instruction of the map, and then when I come to an intersection or whatever, then I have to make the correction to turn. I can't keep going straight. I have to turn. So when we think about it that way, there's so many negative implications that come with correction. We think about it wrong. Mm. It's for our benefit. God is always trying to get us to the desired. You know, when God says, I know that we read Jeremiah all the time. I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, thoughts for good and not for evil. And it ends with to bring you to an expected end. God's working in our life to bring it to a suspected end. That is eternity with him, fellowship with him to the home and the, the eternity he's prepared us for. And so he's given us instruction, the map, if you think about what's Ephesians 2.10. We are his workmanship, creating good work, walking and living the path that he prearranged for us. So he has mm. this path laid out for us, and so his correction comes to keep us on the path that gets us to his predetermined predetermined end for our life. I'll get that out. So... Uh, Again, Proverbs 6.23 says, Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So just steering, correcting, staying mm. on course is the way of life. And that's what it means to renew our minds. I'm renewing my mind into agreement. It's a constant adjustment and steering yeah. changes to keep my mind in agreement with the Word of God. And friends, if you could just do that, it'll help you. I put this little illustration up here that's so true. God's Word is true. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And truth is the pill that everyone wants. Mm. They just don't want to swallow it. <laughs> and so, give me the truth. I, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. But now that I got it, okay, there's the truth. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to take that or not. Yeah. And so, it's so important that we receive the truth and then live by the truth. Yeah. When it comes to correction in its area then uh, there's three Hebrew words that we find in Proverbs that deal with them. one of them is reproof and reproof means to chastise to correct to reason to rebuke or often to reprove uh, and so none of those those words are not words we like we don't hear mm -hmm. a lot about them we go oh you know they're like the Christian cuss words yeah you know we don't <laughs> you can't say that in public yeah. you know <laughs> so deal with that uh, rebuke is another word that we don't like. But when it comes that when you read Proverbs, it's amazing when you read the book of Proverbs, God's book of wisdom to us, it says that if we understand that reproofs of instruction, the corrections of instruction are the way of life, that God is bringing that instruction to get us to an end. Mm -hmm. The reason we correct and we instruct our children is we don't want them to fail. We don't want them to be hurt. We're, our, our heart is for their good, not for their demise. We're not being uh, malicious or sadistic towards them. Our heart, our mm. correction yeah. is for their benefit and for their yeah. good. Yeah. And that's how God works in our life. You agree? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, just the Lord loves those. He reproves or corrects. He disciplines us because he loves us. Mm -hmm. And but I, going back to what you were saying about that whole just uh, steering thing, I got to thinking of just even when you, uh, that word recalibrate, we did mm -hmm. some recalibrating, yeah. we've been doing recalibrating, it seems like, 
uh, for a yeah. while now. Uh, but but this whole idea of recalibrating just just a little just a little bit goes a long way, right? Mm -hmm. So I think of those moments in my day, uh, from a practical standpoint of how I renew my mind. Those those moments in my day where I'm where I'm pausing to 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 meditate on something a scripture or something God has spoken to me about, or I'm reading I'm reading the Word in my morning devotions. Those are recalibration times. Mm -hmm. Those are correction times. And so, do we say, I'm coming, Lord, to you to be corrected, to be disciplined? <laughs> no, we don't. But those are really times, if we're yeah. open and if we're honest, uh, those are times mm -hmm. to, to really be yeah. be. Well, look, look at what the psalmist said. Your, your, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yeah. So the word of God keeps me going the right direction, right. And, and it governs me and directs me. Good. So rebuke is a word. It means to correct, reprove, convict, reason together. Instruction means to warn, to restrain, to check, correct, to discipline. And so when we hear those words, they're, they're not words that we warmly embrace. Yeah. We don't embrace, but it's for our benefit. You know, Hebrews 12 says that we're not to despise the, the chastening of the Lord. Because if God didn't correct us, then we would be illegitimate. So as legitimate children, God corrects us and shows his love by and keeping us on the right path. Mm. And the, the enemy's design is to get us off of God's path. He, and it he, doesn't take much right. Right, to do that because, you know, if you think of the tra trajectory of, uh, I just think of sighting in our deer, our our deer rifles, rifles, our hunting yeah. rifles, right? If it's, if it's on at 50 yeah. yards, uh, what about yeah. 300 yards? Yeah, one click <laughs> is a quarter. So you make this little tick, and that's a quarter inch at 100 yards. Yeah. So what is that at 500 yards? So it, it just right. keeps going off. The further right. it goes out, it, it, that's like when, they, when they're shooting for the moon and we're launching rockets up into space. Yeah. One or two degrees, right. man, you could end up in... So that speaks you know, to me of, I don't want to get to the place where I have to have those hard corrections. Hard if, corrections. If I can get this, the, the little ones adjusted and corrected along the way, mm -hmm. uh, much, much better. <laughs> And the part of renewal for our minds, friends, is this, church, is that in this area, when, when it comes to thinking, it's hard for us to believe what God says is best and mm -hmm. not to try to fix it ourselves or to have our way of doing it or put our spin on it or our angle on it instead of just, you know what, I'm just going to go with what the Word I'm just going to stay with the Word and not add to or take away any part of that. Um, so let me just close with this tonight. Renewal is important. Because God has already given us all things. Why do I need to renew our mind? God's already given us, friends, everything we need. He has provided everything we need for a successful life. Yet in order to walk in the truth, we have to renew our minds to receive it. If we want to live the life God wants us to live. I have to, you and I, we have to renew our minds to receive the word and the truth that God has given us. We have to bring our lives into agreement with that. And it goes back to what we've been saying through this. It's not just to have to believe it in my heart, but I have to also love God with my mind. Because if those two don't agree, if my heart and my mind don't come into agreement, I'm not going to see the full manifestation mm -hmm. of God's word. That's just good. like where you work with people in transition, they want to change, they're going for that. But if they can't get their mind to agree mm -hmm. with their desire, so to speak, they're not going to see the manifestation as easily as they could. The Bible tells, let me give you a couple areas here. God has already given us every spiritual blessing and 
the right to prosper. So God gives us, and when it comes to our life, believing that God has made provision for our life mm -hmm. here, I don't have to do this by myself, that he's given us all the provision that we need. Deuteronomy 8.18, it's God that gives us power to get wealth, provision there. In Mark 10, the disciples said, Lord, we've left everything. Jesus said, nobody has left everything that it won't be given back to them, you know, multiply back to them in this lifetime. Nobody's left hand, land, houses, jobs, uh, family, relationship, for the gospel's sake, that that isn't multiplied back to them. So God's will is that we would always have enough provision in our life. Ephesians 1, 3, he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. 1 Peter 1, verses 2 through 4, that God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Mm -hmm. He's blessed us with everything that pertains to life and to godliness. Philippians 4 and verse 19, that God supplies all of our need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So getting our minds to agree with that is so powerful. And, uh, and then number two applies to today. And where we are today is that we can live long and healthy lives. That's the will of God. Yeah. That we live yeah. long and healthy. The world tells us, and the doctor tells you have this, you have that. And so uh, use medicine, use all the resources, but believe what God has said about mm -hmm. us as well. And, yeah. and that's a real challenge in our mind. Our physical health and well-being, people are having a real battle right now with this virus in our mind. Yeah. So how do I have all my thoughts and my concepts in my mind about this virus as well as my faith? In, I got faith in my heart. I believe yeah. God. But then my mind is just going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So we need to understand that sickness is already defeated. You can read Psalms. And so uh, 91 and, and uh, Psalms. I, I put Psalms 103 in there but it just said bless the lord O my soul forget not all of his benefits bless the lord O my soul who forgives all who forgives all my iniquity who heals all my diseases <coughs> excuse me <coughs> so i talk, talk about that start coughing and who restored and and who restores my youth yeah and so i've always said that i believe that that we can be as young and act as young and as vital as we desire to be mm -hmm. and believe to be in God. Mm -hmm. that, that we can. We don't have to believe to getting old. Oh, I'm getting old. And I've never said I'm getting old. I don't like saying I'm getting old. I, I don't agree with that. He says he renews my youth. Eternal I, I youth. Want, right? <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to agree with that stuff. You know. So uh, the Bible says that we'll even be, we'll be fruitful. And even in old age, we'll be fruitful and productive in old age. So yeah, my, I have an older age number, but I'm still believing to be fruitful and productive. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So it's a challenge for us. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so walking in that, John 10, 10, what did Jesus say? I've come that you might have life and have it what? Abundantly. Abundantly. Yeah. More, more abundantly. So God has mm -hmm. life for it and more abundantly. So renewing our mind is just coming to agree mm -hmm. with what God has already said. Mm -hmm in that area um, and then number three is what's important is that as members of a local church in relationship with people of faith we live our best life and that's what we're learning right now through this whole separation people are being isolated from the connection of fellowship yeah from our jobs from our work from our our, our church family and stuff right. so that isolation and we're learning the value 
yes. and refining the value in relationship and right, connection. Right. Yeah. Those people that have been in your life that have made you, that God has used to make you the best of who you are, find ways to reconnect mm -hmm. even in this challenging season we're in. I love the fact that a couple of our life groups have done mm -hmm. um, Zoom, Zoom, yeah, Zoom conferences, awesome, yeah. Zoom calls, and, and just a way to connect because, yeah, it's so important. But, yeah, definitely a challenge right now. Yeah. And this is what we have to fight, too. We become creatures of habit. So don't get so conditioned to this that, man, I, this is cool. I can get up on Sunday morning and do this stuff. We need this connection yeah. of a local church, and we need yeah. relationship. Re relationship, th this is a way to stay connected, but this is not relationship. Right. So we can stay in contact. This is the way to stay yeah. in contact, but you can't let uh, technology... Um, re replace relationship yeah. and connection. Right. Yeah. So you, th this is not assembling. This is connecting, but this is an assembling yeah. and stuff. And so you, we need those family reunion times, those yeah. connection times, and all of that. And so the and and that's a real battle to fight. The devil wants us unconnected, and especially yep. for the church, that the corporate anointing is what works. Mm -hmm. So so much happens. That we, we need that close connection because then you have to work through all the dynamics of relationship and that's where we grow individually mm -hmm. and then lastly uh, great and amazing changes take place in our lives through faith in God renewing our minds to have faith in God when we just start believing God there's amazing changes that mm -hmm. take place praise the Lord Good. and so Mark 9 23 if you can believe all things are possible Good. and Mark 11 Jesus said, have faith in God. Yeah. If you say and do this mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, yeah. and believe what you say. You can have whatever you say. So it's yeah. powerful yeah. Um, to uh, walk in this renewal with God. And uh, so keep doing these things that are important. I put these up last week. Three things you can do to walk in renewal. And uh, number one is, is just pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues. Pray in the Spirit yeah. daily on a regular basis. And... Uh, Stir up and build up your faith in God. Number two is listen for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and obey what he says. Believe that when you read the word, God's going to say something. It's not just, you're not reading a novel. You're not just reading an easy book. You're reading God's word, and it's a living word. And God speaks. You'll hear his voice through his word. And the Holy Spirit will speak, and you'll hear him speak to your heart. And then listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so Jesus said in Revelation, he that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so it's important for us as believers to have ears to hear what God is saying to us, to keep developing that. And uh, praying in the Spirit really helps us to have our ears open to the Spirit yeah, yeah. of God and build that relationship. The Holy Spirit has a voice. And I always use this reference is that Jesus said, when he comes, he will teach you. Mm. The Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to be your helper. He's going to teach and he's going to reveal. Mm -hmm. So in these areas of renewing, you have to expect and be open to hear the Holy Spirit bringing renewal into your life. So keep your mind open to being to renewal. Walk in that renewal with God. And uh, Pastor Tim, uh, I'll have you close for us in prayer. But again, we just want to say thank you uh, again. We're, we're trust and pray this is helping you. Please let us know uh, 
how, how this is going. We would love to have your feedback and uh, what you're hearing from this, whether you uh, shoot us an email. We've been doing the church emails, getting those out. Uh, if we don't have that, please contact us uh, and let us know. Uh, shoot a text into here. Uh, if you're not getting our church emails or you want to be on the church email, take advantage of this number that's up there on the screen and uh, shoot us a text right now and say, hey, here's my email. Please put me on the church email because we're sending those out a couple times a week, just keeping everybody updated on what's going on. If you're part of our extended church family, we have people all around the country and the area that watch and you would like to get our emails, be aware of what we're sending out. Text us your email right there and uh, let us know. But we love you. If we can help you in any way, just communicate with us. If these lessons are helping, let us know. We're just trying to do the best we can to bless you and help you be strong in this season. So, Pastor. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much <coughs> for the opportunities you give us to grow, to yeah. change, Lord, in times, seasons of challenge and change. Lord, Lord, we pray for your people tonight. Lord, uh, where...